Today is Wednesday, July 13th, 2022, and Biden melts down on a reporter at the White House, calls him Jack. Left-wing group urges Biden not to run in 2024 with massive ad campaign and inflation surges to a scorching 9.1% in June, a new 40-year high. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Joe Biden doesn't like tough questions. Just ask our stupid son of a bitch, Peter Ducey. Joe yells at him all the time, but he's not the only one. Joe got all worked up just a few moments ago when a reporter asked him about whether he would run again in 2024. Watch. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two thirds say they Read don't. Read the polls. Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no, 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. But here's the thing. The New York Times found that only 26% of Democrats want him to run again. So maybe it's not Jack who needs to read the polls. Let's start off with our first story today. Joe Biden has grandpa meltdown poo-poo depends at the White House when a reporter from ABC News has the temerity to ask him a question about running again in 2024. Now, this is the same president that can't stay on two wheels on a bicycle that falls down the Air Force One steps like it was an SNL comedy sketch. This is the same president that can't remember the names of his own cabinet members, can't remember the names of his own kids. Speaking of kids, he sniffs them, he creeps them out, he's so bad at this. Now those are just the personal aspects of Joe Biden's job performance that are terrible. The professional aspects of Joe Biden's job performance are abysmal and destructive, generationally destructive to America. Joe Biden is systematically destroying the middle class in this country, and he's doing it through inflation, high taxation, and that's exactly how Vladimir Lenin said you get rid of the middle class. Through You grind them through the millstones of high taxation and inflation. That's a quote from Lenin and Joe Biden, man, following that Trotskyite book to the letter. So Joe Biden's economy is in flames this morning, 9.1% inflation, breaking just moments ago, and also real wages from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics is at an all-time low. So the real hourly wages that the working class is getting paid is at an all-time generational low. You have to go back to before I was born, before Ronald Reagan was president, to find an economy so bad. And it's arguably worse considering our modern economy. So yes, everything Joe Biden touches turns into an Amber Heard bedsheet. Yet here we are at the White House last night, Joe Biden getting asked by a reporter about real reporting from the New York Times, ABC News, and various corporate media outlets that Democrats don't want Biden to run again. Now, these are real stories. This isn't a made-up thing yelled at him by a reporter from a right-wing outlet, let's say. Something that I would yell at him, right? I would yell at Joe Biden, hey, uh, you know, why'd your son save you as pedo Peter in his phone? That's what I'd yell, right? I'd want to see his response to that. Hey, why haven't you put your kid in prison for having more than a quarter's worth of crack cocaine? And I'd have a giant iPad with the video of Hunter Biden weighing his crack on it. That's what I'd ask. This was a polite ABC News reporter whose name was Ben Gittleson. Ben Gittleson covers the White House for corporate media, ABC News, asking a legitimate question. Democrats don't want you to run uh, because you are as unpopular as, um, you know, Amber Heard's bedsheets. 
So exactly what did Joe Biden do in response to that question? He bull rushed the reporter, literally spit his dentures out of his mouth, uh, pushed the life alert button around his neck multiple times, and had an aneurysm. He had a seizure on camera. Because <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, let's play. Here's the raw, unedited video. Our cold open was from our dear friend Jesse Waters on Fox News, but this is the raw video from that reporter. Let me play this for you and give you a warning label. Guys, this is what it looks like when grandpa uh, needs to get back on his meds and needs the night nurse to come get him. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? They want me to run. Two thirds say they Read don't. Read the poll. Read the poll, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in no. 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for me. So this is how Joe Biden treats corporate media. This is how Joe Biden is treating the corporate press inside of the White House. He's bull rushing them. He's calling them Jack. He's saying they want me to run. Now, I look forward to the fact checkers coming after Joe Biden because this is clearly untrue. Joe Biden was at the congressional picnic and Joe Biden was giving messages to Democrats at that picnic and scaring all the children. They were running and jumping the fence of the White House. Most people try and jump the fence of the White House to try and get in. All the little kids at this picnic were jumping the White House fence to try and get out. Joe Biden chasing and sniffing them. So you saw the raw video there of Joe Biden, of course, like bull rushing the reporter. He says, read the polls, read the polls, Jack. You're all the same. You're all the same, man. That oh man, I don't know. I don't know, man. What's the what what is it what does he mean by that? What do you mean by you're all the same, Joe? That seems like a microaggression there talking to the press. This would have spawned this kind of response, foaming at the mouth, the dandruffy hair all over the place, Doc Brown sort of like going nuts at the White House, the hamster wheels spinning, no hamster in the cage. This kind of a response would have sparked uh, impeachment inquiries. If Donald Trump had done it, if Donald Trump had bull rushed the press, said you're all the same, Jack, gotten in someone's face, spit, spittle all over the, the camera, they would have been calling for, I mean, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger would have got buckets of tears. They would have been crying. Adam Schiff would be doing that like solemn walk into the Senate with the impeachment articles. This is just a day in the life for Joe Biden. The truth is that the fact checker should get on this because, well, he's wrong, actually. Joe Biden says that poll showed 92% of Democrats, if I run, will vote for me. Hmm, well, Joe Biden seems to be citing a statistic from the New York Times Cinema College poll that showed 92% of Democrats would vote for him if the 2024 presidential election were held today and the choices were Biden over Trump. What Biden did not address, however, is the fact that the same poll, that exact same poll says 64% of Democrat primary voters said they would prefer the party to nominate somebody other than Biden. 26% said Biden should be the next nominee. Not great polling. In fact, it's hard to really imagine something worse for Joe Biden. 
The headline of the New York Times article said it was even worse. It said even more. Most Democrats don't want Biden to run in 2024. That's the headline of the article from the New York Times. Again, not from me, not from your boy Benny, who'd be over at the White House standing with an iPad with Hunter Biden's crack videos playing on repeat saying, hey, why don't you put your kid in jail? You know, he's got a firearm here. It's unlicensed. He lied on his federal NICS form. Why aren't you putting your son in jail for irresponsible gun ownership? Isn't that your thing, Jack? That's what I'd be saying. This is just a regular question from a regular report from an outlet owned and operated completely by the radical left. So this is a Democrat Party apparatchik PR firm outlet, the New York Times, and they're saying that Joe Biden needs to hit the bricks. Welcome to the month of July, or as we call it on this show, MAGA month. This is a month where we celebrate America and our founding, the 4th of July, fireworks, grilling, drinking beer, and you know what's another amazing American tradition? Gold. That's right. America used to have a currency that was backed by gold. That's what prevented out-of-control inflation back in the day. Did you know that George Washington actually held an enormous amount of gold personally in order to ensure his investments. Be as smart as George Washington and invest in something with physical value. I'm talking physical gold for my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals from Birch. I did this and my family got in the mail. Physical gold and silver delivered securely to our home and now it's in our bank account and we've never felt more secure and it's all because of my friends at the A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau five star reviews thousands of satisfied customers Birch Gold text Benny to 989898 to go gold be as smart as a founding father ladies and gentlemen Birch Gold most Democrats don't want Biden to run in 2024 the result was even more lopsided among young Democrats. 94% of Democrat voters aged 18 to 29 said that Biden should not be the 2024 nominee. Let me restate that. 94% of young people, that means 100% of Democrat. Let's just round that eraser end off. Let's just round that off. 100% of young Democrats between the ages of 18 to 29 do not want Joe Biden to run. That is the base that the Democrat Party depends on. That's their little youthful, energetic base. These are the people that the Democrat Party rely on to keep their energy up because otherwise it's just a bunch of like, you know, creepy old retired union guys or like nursing home people. That's the rest of the Democratic Party or unhappy, uh, le you know, white leftist overeducated women uh, with cat filled single bedroom apartments and a big fridge full of dinners for one. That's the Democrat Party base right there. there. There is your full and complete Democrat Party base. They are utterly dependent on young people. They're utterly dependent on minorities who are fleeing their party and working class who are fleeing their party. So they're left with this group of voters who are saying 94% they don't want Biden to run, along with a big leftist group, actually, saying that they are going to spend a six figures on an ad campaign to stop Biden from running. This is how unpopular Joe Biden. This is how wrong Joe Biden was in that clip. A radical leftist group on Tuesday urged Joe Biden not to run in 2024 with a six figure ad campaign called the hashtag don't run Joe campaign. <laughs> Democrats are burning money in a furnace. 
to get Joe Biden to not run. And Joe Biden loves that because his entire presidency has been burning money in a furnace. With just 26% of Democrat voters supporting Biden's re-election campaign, Democrats are organizing to hinder the president's hopes of winning four more years. This is a quote from the group's organizer. Listen to this quote. It sounds like a quote from our show. Unfortunately, President Biden has been neither bold or inspiring. Roots Action told Politico, that's the name of the group that's going to be spending all this money to stop Biden from running. These are left-wingers. His prospects of winning re-election appear bleak, with so much at stake. Making him the Democrat Party's standard bearer in 2024 would be a tragic mistake. Biden has a large, massive failure of leadership stemming from the baby baby formula shortage, 40-year high inflation, record gas prices, and a record amount of foreign nationals crossing our southern border. (laughs) It's so delicious. It's so beautiful. I just... Mm, I just, I eat that cereal. The cereal is so crispy and delicious in the warm milk of your leftist tears. This sounds like a quote from my show. Sounds like a quote from a Tucker Carlson monologue every night. This is a great quote. Roots Action, I I should donate to these guys. Roots Action is not the only organization opposing Biden's 2024 nomination. The New York Times has written six articles over the last month damaging Biden's reelection bid. The New York Magazine, another leftist publication, penned an article on Monday entitled, Are Democrats Stuck with Biden in 2024? Which slammed the president for not stepping aside. So... Not a great thing for Biden to run in 2024 with so many headwinds from his own party. The only issue that you have right now with Joe Biden is not necessarily convincing him that he shouldn't run for president in 2024. It's convincing him that he is president right now. This is becoming a major issue for Joe Biden, as he has said repeatedly and consistently again and again, who the hell is the president? He said this yesterday at the congressional picnic at the White House. Joe Biden wandered into that picnic. They play hail to the chief whenever the president walks into a room. The little band plays, little Marine Corps band called the President's Own. They wear little red outfits, very cool looking little band. And Joe Biden wandered in and he goes up to the microphone and he says this. Oh, folks. You know, you don't have to stand every time I hear hail to the chief wonder, where the hell is he? (laughs) Took me a long while. (laughs) You think I'm joking? I'm not. Turn around and where, where's the, where's the president? (laughs) Dude, it's not funny because we, it's not funny because the joke is too real. So when the joke is too real, when the joke is made about a handicapped person or when a joke is made about someone with a disability, when the joke is made about somebody and you're just being mean, it becomes unfunny, right? No need to get into the details, but you guys know viral clips of comedians and stuff. Like sometimes you make jokes and they're too real and it becomes cruel. And that's a joke that's cruel because we are aware that Joe Biden has no idea that he's president. Nobody's home up there. Knock, knock, knock. No one's home. He's He's not there. He's not there. As we say, the hamster's dead in the cage. There is nothing running on the wheel any longer. Joe Biden was there, joined with his, uh, joined on Taco Tuesday 
with his wife, <laughs> who is named Jill Biden. Jill Biden, the most mayonnaise first lady ever, uh, like a kind of Stepford, like a, a, a Coles cash, Stepford wife, uh, wannabe, uh, uh, kind of directly off the sale rack at TJ Maxx. That is the Jill Biden presidency, and she was not having a great 24 hours either. So Joe Biden doesn't know where he is, doesn't know that he's president. He's said this many times. This is a joke that Joe Biden has used. Hey, hell, to the chief played, where's the president? True international pressure. I'm about a cuss care. As he falls down the stairs, as he falls over on his bike. But falling over rhetorically into a taco pizza was Jill Biden. Over the last 24 hours, Jill Biden compared Hispanics and Latinos to tacos. Here's a reminder. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. My Italian-American friends, you are as diverse as the tour of Italy at Olive Garden, as a slice of drunken pizza at Sabaro's. Thank you for always sharing your unlimited breadsticks and salad with us. Thank you. You are as diverse as stuffed crust at Pizza Hut. Thank you to my Italian-American friends. <laughs> Man, she was roasted for that. Go ahead and check our social feeds for some of the best memes. We're going to do a full meme review on Jill Biden calling Latinos and Mexicans tacos. Good job, Jill. And, uh, the, Jill Biden still hasn't apologized for that, by the way. Jill Biden, Jill Biden sent out some like nameless, faceless flack in her team to go take the heat for that. What a sea wench. Truly mean. Truly, truly mean. Uh, so Jill Biden has yet to apologize for that. I guess there's got to be something positive inside of the Biden family. Let's check in on Hunter. What's going on with Hunter these days? See that this. Let's see. What is the biggest breaking news story about Hunter Biden over the last 24 hours? Sam, you got something for me? Is alert. Hunter Biden could face federal sex trafficking charges for transporting prostitutes across state lines. Documents and videos obtained by the Daily Mail show Hunter paying to bring the hookers hundreds of miles to his hotel. This all happened during a five-month $30,000 sex binge where Hunter wrote false checks disguised as medical payments to pay for prostitutes, some of it financed by his father, Joe. Here's the story. Back in 2018, while Hunter was staying in a swanky $700 a night room in New York, he was looking for a good time, so he hit up his go-to supplier to see what girls were available. Moments later, Hunter's buying three tickets for prostitutes on Amtrak. Ironically, it's the same rail line his father rode to work on. The girls sent videos of themselves on the train to Hunter to let him know they're on the way. And once they arrived there, 
there was an orgy which Hunter filmed. Of course, because there isn't a crime Hunter hasn't filmed. So by paying to transport escorts from Boston to New York, Hunter may have violated the Mann Act, which makes it a felony to transport individuals for the purpose of prostitution. Okay. All right. A little, uh, uh, a question here. A question here for, uh, for, for the viewership. Um, exactly why isn't Hunter Biden in jail? Somebody explain that to me. So you now have on video, I mean, you're talking like filmed in broad daylight, in living color, Hunter Biden committing probably a dozen federal felonies. Now, these are the things on film. You don't even have to go into his bank account and check the other felonies. Now, what he's going to jail for probably is the FARA violations, tax evasion, and so on. Those are the more white-collar, corporate, Biden crime family crimes. What you have on film is Hunter Biden breaking his own father's law about crack possession. There's mandatory sentencing for this. Because of Joe Biden, there's mandatory sentencing for smoking crack. And guess who gets to go to jail for that? Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of young black men whose last name wasn't Biden, whose fathers were not the architects of the collapsing liberal world order, as it's called. So if you are a dutiful soldier of the liberal world order, you can violate your father's laws, smoke crack, get kicked out of the Navy for smoking crack, and then go and traffic prostitutes. Now, trafficking prostitute, prostitution is illegal. Prostitution has different laws all around the country, much like marijuana laws or, you know, other, other sin, you know, sin taxes is what they call them, right? Prostitution, generally illegal and definitely a state issue thing. And so when you bring prostitutes across state lines, well, you're violating various states' laws against prostitution. So Hunter Biden is seen doing that. Beautiful part about this is that Joe Biden is paying for it. So in the same time frame, Joe Biden is wiring tons of cash to his son for the hookers, for the crack, for Joe Biden, for Hunter Biden to film his own crack. There's plenty of like skinny dipping films and these new drops from 4chan. There's so much disgusting illegality that has been filmed on tape. And let's not even begin to talk about Hunter Biden and his firearms management. Hunter Biden has many uh, visual assets on his phone and his iCloud uh, of him with a firearm. He's not supposed to have a firearm. The stories of Hunter Biden discarding his firearm into a dumpster near a school, filming him with a new one, a new gun we didn't know existed. He's like showing it on his, on his like leg. It's so bad, guys. It's so bad. We got to see the Republicans finally take a cudgel, a sledgehammer to this criminality. Because otherwise, if you don't do it, Republicans, then get ready because there is going to be a revolution inside your own party because people aren't tolerating this any longer. We don't live in a world of oligarchs. We There was never a political, supposed to be a permanent political class in America. That's what we got rid of. We fought a revolution over it. 
There was never supposed to be a protected class that was above the law. There's no divine right to rule in America. And so unless you're willing to attack this family and to say, hey, now is the time we're going to turn the screws and you are going to see the same justice as anyone else, then we're going to find leaders who will do that. If you, the Republican leaders currently won't do it, don't have the balls to take on the Bidens and the liberal world order, then we will find other people to do that because we are the majority and we are the population that is going to say no more. We're saying it across the world. The Dutch farmers, the French nationalists inside of French parliament just rejected the COVID passports from Macron last night. It was uproarious. It was a beautiful thing. We are ascendant. We are the nationalist movement. We are the populist movement. We are the Great Awakening. And we aren't going to take it any longer. And the only way for the liberal world order to collapse is for them to start living by the same rules that we live by. And you're seeing that in Sri Lanka. You're seeing that with the total implosion of their socialist government in Sri Lanka, who, which bought into ESG, which bought into the Great Reset, which bought into the organics scam. Economic social governments, diversity, equity, inclusion, ESG, DEI, the socialist con artists, like, that were running Sri Lanka, completely groveling and bending the knee to the World Economic Forum, and now they are fleeing their nation. Get ready. Here we go. It's going to be glorious. Now, what happened in Sri Lanka, and we're going to do a big special on this, is economic collapse. So their money became worthless. They began to start selling and trading on ESG limits for their economic productivity. They began to prioritize instead of production and well-being of the citizens of Sri Lanka. They began to prioritize uh, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and the economy and global warming. And they started to factor those things into their economy and it became poison. And their economy, which was fragile anyway, collapsed overnight. And now you've seen the parliament storm, the prime minister resign. You've seen a complete meltdown of their nation. And you're seeing the reinstitution of a populist government, hopefully, we'll see. It's still total chaos in Sri Lanka. People are swimming in the presidential palace. You've seen the videos. They're doing WWE moves, the people's elbow on the president's bed. All The entire government has resigned, and you're hopefully going to see now the reconstitution of a government that serves the people. They had socialism. They had communist governors. They had World Economic Forum stooges in charge. And the backlash was severe. What you are seeing here in America is the beginnings of the same thing. Now, how bad will it get here? We're not sure. But we know that it is historically bad now. This morning, inflation numbers surged to 9.1% in June, accelerating more than expected to a 40-year high. Inflation is a tax on everything you own. Because your cash is sitting in either the stock market or a bank account, the money that you get paid in your pay, we have employees at my company. I pay them in American dollars. Those American dollars are worth less. My employees will need to get a 15% raise this year. And Studio Sam's over there saying yes. Yes, absolutely. Sam, show the people. Do we have the Studio Sam cam? This is the moment where Studio Sam found out he's getting a 15% raise this year. We're going to call it the Joe Biden raise 
It's going to be, path- you know, it's a sad, sad reality because they're not actually getting a raise. So if I raised the salaries of our employees 15% on this show, that means they're just keeping even. That means they're getting paid the same thing they would have gotten paid two years ago or one years ago based on the rate of inflation. And we're going to have to do it because I don't want my people to live in poverty. And that's what the rest of the nation is facing right now. That's why we're saying you're going to see collapses in the American economy the size of nations. This inflation rate is the most devastating factor to working class people and regular Americans because it erodes the thing that we're all working for. You have to have a common bond. And the common bond in the American economy is the American dollar. And when that dollar becomes eroded, then the thing that we're all working for, that we all have in common, gets destroyed. Inflation accelerated more than expected to a new four-decade high as in June as the prices of everyday necessities remain painfully high, exacerbating the financial strain on millions of Americans and hundreds of millions. What, millions of Americans? Who's writing this? Fox Business. Hundreds of millions of Americans. And worsening political crisis for Joe Biden. The Labor Department said Wednesday that the Consumer Price Index, a broad measure of the price of everyday goods, including gasoline, groceries, rents, rose 9.1% from June one year ago. So that's a year-over-year number. It marks the fastest pace for inflation since December of 1981. And anybody living at that time will tell you that those were some of the worst times to be an American. It sucked. So-called core prices, which include more volatile measures for food and energy, climbed 5.9%. Price increases were extensive, suggesting that inflation may not be near its peak. You hear that? It's going to get worse. Trust me, it's going to get worse. Donald Trump will announce his run for president. Trust me. Timestamp the video. Come on back and you'll say, oh, Benny, we wish we would have listened to you. Timestamp the video. Donald Trump runs for president. Donald Trump with a new working class minority coalition of GOP voters wins 30 or 40 states. That's what's going to happen. We're on the track for that to happen today. And the wheels are already set in motion. The wheels are set in motion. I know too much. I know too much. And this is what reading the tea leaves looks like. You can't message your way out of inflation. You can't. It's impossible. There are so many things you can message your way out of, right? You can met in politics. It's all a messaging game. Gay marriage or, um, you know, a a bad relationship internationally or a housing market crisis. You know, there are like things you can put lipstick on a pig. Who's the number one makeup artist in America? The number one makeup artist was Barack Obama. Barack Obama put lipstick on a pig his entire presidency. His entire presidency sucked. It could have been the Trump presidency if he had been a free market president, but instead he was a Saul Alinsky, Trotskyite Marxist. And so he put huge constraints specifically on the energy sector in America But he continued to put this lipstick on a pig. This is for green energy. This is for windmills. We're coming out. We're pulling the ditch, the car out of the ditch, he would always say. And you can massage those things. You can't beat inflation. It's the thing that is impenetrable against political messaging and savvy messaging. And at worst, at worst, you have the Biden situation now, which his entire comms team has abandoned him. Biden has no one left. 
He has low IQ Corinne Jean-Pierre who legitimately can't string a sentence together. You ever heard her talk? She can't string a sentence together because she's not on MSNBC. She's not inside the warm box where she can just call everything racist. She has to actually think on the fly. Watch the woman try and work against Peter Ducey or a combative question. So you're getting a White House in full collapse. At best, you could have good messengers out there massaging this. They've all left. They've all left. So Biden is now up a crick, as they would say, where I come from. Meaning, no one's going to come help him. This is the thing that breaks the Democrat Party's spine for the next generation. It's a thing that will destroy whatever little coalition they're trying to put together. The idea was you would put a bunch of coalition of the dispossessed together, right? So you'd have LBTQ plus Ampistan, little Nine, Mark, Amp, like number sign, whatever that group is, right? You'd have Hispanics, you'd have blacks, you'd have Puerto Ricans, and you'd knit them all together with your core constituency, which is really sad leftist, overeducated single women living in single bedroom apartments with fridges filled with dinner for one microwave and cat food. So that's your Democrat party, right? That's your coalition of the dispossessed. And that coalition would combine together and would march forward and destroy the old white Republican party. That's dying off. That's in the rust belt. And we're going to pump as much fentanyl into their communities as possible so that we kill them faster. That was the goal. Not working great for you. Not working out the best because... What ended up happening is that those normies, the people who were supposed to be in the dispossessed, actually turned out to be just regular Americans who want the same thing that every American wants. To be left the hell alone, to have a strong economy, to be able to wake up in the morning, play with your kids, watch the football game, order some chicken wings, drink some light beer, bingo, bango, bongo. You got it. You got a good America there. That's what people signed up for. Get a truck. Pay, have enough money to pay off the payments on your truck, pay your mortgage, take your kids to Disneyland once a year. That's what people wanted, and they've destroyed all of it. Trucks are unaffordable, mortgage rates are through the roof, and Disneyland is woke. And your kids are getting indoctrinated. It sucks in Democrat, liberal world order America. It sucks. It's a party you don't want to go to. It's a disaster. And now they're eroding the last few things that keep us together. The American dollar is one of them. Speaking of unsafe schools and uh, things that are horrible for children, there was Uvalde school shooting uh, uh, footage released from the school shooting, man, and it it is becoming more and more apparent that this was a process failure from law enforcement It's just becoming a sickening story. I can see why they wanted to keep this footage under lock and key. You can see as the 18-year-old sociopath, mentally ill gunman rampaged through the school. He killed 12 people on May 24th. A 77-minute clip was leaked. We are not supposed to be able to see these images. And what you're seeing is that police were called back when they should have been rushing the door, 
They heard gunshots, so they retreated like cowards, and they started using hand sanitizer. That's right. So as the children were being slaughtered in the schoolyard and in the, in the classrooms, sorry, not the schoolyard, but inside the classrooms, the police officers were sanitizing their hands. Here they are in tactical gear. They had a ballistic shield. They could have breached the doors, but they didn't even try. Who ordered the stand down? A few good men. That's what we need to know. Who ordered the stand down? Heavily armed officers are seen in the video walking around the hallway, leaving, coming back, talking to each other, making calls in the precious moments when they could have been saving children. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the... They got a a flipping army standing there in the hallways. Who ordered the stand down and why? Goodness. It was not 77 minutes into the recording that the cops finally breached the classroom doors revealing who died in the attack which are the children the teacher the video was scheduled to be released by a state lawmaker on Sunday officials said they wanted to give grieving families the opportunity to view the video privately before its release Vincent Salazar whose 11 year old daughter Laya Salazar was killed in the shooting told the post that she had not seen the video the Texas Department of Public Safety safety had walked through what was in the video, but after seeing it, it felt different. We all know that the police didn't do their jobs, but seeing it will reaffirm that. There needs to be accountability. A lot of these people who didn't act shouldn't have jobs. I think they should also be criminally charged as oath breakers because a cop's duty is to put the other person's life First, I have police officers in my family. They sat down in my they sat down uh, in my home just the other day. I was hosting one of my one of my cop family members, and they were disgusted by this. My cop family member was sitting downstairs in my house saying, "Listen, in a school shooting situation, it goes like this: the first people that are the priority is." the potential hostages and the victims. We must go in and get them out. The second person who is the priority, the second group of people that are the priorities are those in the greater area that we must clear so that they might not be hit by something. Get hostages out of harm's way. Get people out of harm's way. The third person who we should be caring about in this situation is me, my life. And that's only in service of making sure that the fourth person is eliminated. And that be the sh- that would be the shooter. In Uvalde, it was the opposite. They allowed the shooter to carry on. They cared about their own lives in relation to the shooter. And they didn't clear the... They didn't clear the area. They put parents in handcuffs for trying to clear the area. And the last people on the list, the children and the teachers, these people are disgusting. I hope they go to prison. Also disgusting and sad news for us to report today as we weep and cry is that Twitter may not be bought by Elon Musk. We'll see. We wanted this deal to go through. Turns out that Elon Musk does not want it to go through. Twitter is now suing Elon Musk. 
What will happen now? What a weird, weird thing. What a what a toxic X. Remember Twitter upon Elon Musk's first tender offer was like, we won't be bought by you. You're a crazy right-wing extremist African-American. We don't like your type around here. Well, turns out now Twitter is suing Elon Musk to buy Twitter at the deal price, which is $44 billion, and at a share price of 55 bucks a share, which is a whole... Boy, man, let me let me go ahead and check. What's Twitter selling at right now? What's the uh, what's the old what's the old Twitter sell point uh, at the at the moment? Team will grab for me. Uh, the Twitter stock price is probably a full twenty bucks lower than that. Probably half the price of what what was agreed upon for Elon Musk to buy it. So why the hell would he go forward? Well, I can tell you why Twitter wants them to go forward. Everyone will get rich. And if Elon Musk pulls out of this deal, well, Twitter is in total and complete freefall. Twitter staffers are struggling to stay focused amid turmoil caused by Elon Musk's decision to withdraw from the deal to purchase the company. The social media platform's employee appeared distressed after Musk filed to terminate the merger agreement with the company on Friday. While the company said it plans to fight the decision legally, the staff members say they are not informed of the decision and have not been told anything by leaderships in the preceding release. Twitter is a shit show internally. I can confirm that for you without a doubt, one employee told Wired under the condition of anonymity. Multiple employees have reported not being updated on the company's legal proceedings. Every time I find out something about Twitter, I find it out on Twitter. An employee said, well, welcome to the rest of our lives, ladies and gentlemen. I found it out about Musk's news via friends, not through my own company, which has been a consistent issue from the beginning. Others have said that there is no strong leadership at the moment and that the entire company is running on autopilot. Yikes. Musk said Friday that he terminated the agreement with Twitter after his legal team could not validate that the social platforms can claim only 5% of its monetizable active users are spam bots. The, re- the way it works is that the number of active users that you have on a platform is your monetization vector. So the funnel for advertisers goes like this. How many active users do you got? How many eyeballs can I get? It's always a matter of eyeballs and users. And so Twitter is claiming they have this many millions of active users. I think the number's in like the 220 million active users. It's a pretty big number. 220 million active users. Okay, well, advertisers will pay to get in front of those eyeballs. Only problem is that if... of those active users happen to be fake. I'm not saying they are. Well, that means that you have a far lesser value to your company for an advertiser and your company becomes an overinflated bubble that bursts and you lose your shareholders a bunch of stock and you have to fire everyone and it's a nightmare. So Twitter has been rolling on this idea for many years that they only have 5% bot users. Now that seems to be way too high anyway, but Twitter has no idea how to combat that. Twitter has no idea how to go about discerning who's a bot user. They have no system in place to, uh, uh, to mitigate the bots. And anyone who tweets, especially if you're tweeting from the right, realizes that the instant you post a tweet, and we tweet a lot, man, you have like 50 bots in your mentions. They're all saying the same things. All their accounts are like, you know, like uh, CCP bots, numbers, big long threads, Ukraine flag in their bio. It's a mess. It's a dumpster fire. 
And so Twitter not being able to say how many real users they have is Twitter essentially saying, we have no idea what the value of our company is. This entire, this entire thing is a speculative process and we don't know and we don't intend to find out. CEO's, CEO of Twitter, Parag Agarwal, has not publicly commented on Musk's determination. Early reports reveal that he is willing to go to war to ensure Musk will acquire the company. We are committed to closing the transaction at the price and terms agreed to with Mr. Musk, and we plan to pursue legal action to enforce the merger agreement, Twitter said in a statement. We are confident to prevail in the Delaware Court of Chancellery. The company's team also declared Musk's filing invalid and wrongful, according to Monday's Security and Exchange Commission filing. We'll see what happens. Elon Musk, pretty smart dude. A lot of people saying that this was so that he could liquidate billions of dollars of Tesla stock and use that money for other projects. It's always a scary thing when you liquidate stock as a CEO. You could nosedive your company. This could really scare and spook investors. So this is an easy way for Elon to say, hey, I'm just actually adding to our portfolio and all you Tesla investors, wouldn't you like to have one of the larger messaging social media platforms at our disposal also? And so Elon does that, finds out the deal is bunk and then pulls out. We'll see pulling out, you know, what we know about Elon Musk's personal life, pulling out doesn't seem to be a thing he's very good at. uh, And we'll see how it works for him here. But ladies and gentlemen, We know how it's going to work for our show. How it's going to work for our show is we're just going to keep chugging along, creating content for you, making sure that you are informed of the news that you can use because we are an ascendant movement and we got to stick together. There's a great Axios piece out today about people not paying attention to news anymore, about the left being just completely worn down and sitting there in a fetal position. Numbers are down across the board on social posting, on news articles on Facebook, on cable news viewership. Of course, newspapers are in the tank. And so we thank you. We just want to say thank you. Our show numbers, on the other hand, have gone through the roof and have been amazing. And it's because of you. And so we love you and we thank you and we do this show for you. If you want to help us out, click a little ding-a-ling on the bell to see notifications when we go live. Like this show, subscribe to this show, and share this show. That's the number one way you can help us out, to get out the good word for a show that we put a ton of work and effort into, and by doing so, you support American Jobs, the Studio Sam Cam, and we got a lot more coming down the pike. It's going to be an amazing year. We cannot wait for some of these new things that we're building, and we're just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. The reason why we work every single day is because our priorities are correct. God, family, country. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show.